Tell me about yourself. Okay, my name is Courtney Young. I am originally from Jersey, and I live in Arizona. Um, Yao and I started this organization four or five years ago. Um, after coming, taking a trip here to Togo, and oh, so let, let, let's, that's let's, not let, talking let, about let's, yourself. Let's, let's back up a little oh. bit, yeah. So before we even get to that, yeah, that no, just that about me, yeah, just about sure, you, yeah. yeah. We don't want to talk about the organization, okay. yeah. Like who, who is Courtney? What does Courtney do? Okay. What, what so does? my name is Courtney Young. Yeah. Um, I'm originally from Jersey, but I'm a military brat, so I kind of grew up in a bunch of different places. Um, I currently live in Arizona. I am the mother of a two, three-year-old daughter named Cree. Um, yeah, I wear many hats. I am a personal trainer. I work in the defense contracting space. I'm a musician. I'm a poet. I do uh, a whole lot of things. Uh, tell me about your personal training. You know, how is that going now? How how is that? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, I wish I would have discovered that sooner. Um, when I was in college, um, actually after I graduated, my dad and my stepmom had me in the gym, and that was the first time I actually started seeing my body change. So, I just started diving into that and. I ended up competing on a couple shows. I did some bodybuilding with the NPC, and then I just developed a love for it, and I have a passion for helping people. So I'm uh, a NASM certified personal trainer. Oh, okay. So you did the competitions like the the Mr. Uh, what's it called uh, uh, Mrs. M- 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 Thank you. Oh, oh, okay, okay. My bad, my bad, my bad. My bad. Like the Miss Miss Wald, uh, what's yeah, it called? Yeah. Like, so I, I competed with the National Physique Committee, um, nice. and I did a few shows in and around Arizona. How was that experience? How was that? It was really good. I was very successful. Um, to be an amateur, um, most women don't even place, and in all the first three or four shows I did, I got second place. You know. Nice. Wow, that's pretty that, cool. Pretty cool. I mean that. So that was like your. First couple of fixes. Yeah, my fir- first, my very first show, I got second place. That is crazy. Is kind of yeah. That is crazy. That means that means that hey, you know, if you're looking for any personal training tips hey, or whatever, why not be fit? You know, Find me on Instagram, Facebook. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Twitter. Okay. Now, so so yeah, yeah. I'll tell me a little bit about you. What what, what is um oh, what, is yeah. Yeah. what is what is yeah what is yeah? I'm gonna start laughing. <laughs> <laughs> tell tell me about yeah. <laughs> I'll get it. I, go, go I, I, it's okay. Guys, uh, you might find this weird, but I used to be in theater, so I'll get it eventually. <laughs> Wait a minute. My name is, uh, my name is Yawa Kato, originally from uh, Togo, All but right. I live now in Arizona. I'm a father of three years old. Uh, not Connie. <laughs> <laughs> you are not my daddy. <laughs> I'm a father of three years old, uh, Cree. Very wonderful, amazing daughter we have. All right, all right. So, what else do you do? So for that, do you, what else do you do in uh, in Arizona? Do you do anything, or are you just you know just trying to make it all? What is going on for you in Arizona? Uh, I just trying to make every day better. Okay, okay. So, so then tell me, tell me. Um, so then how? I, I it seems like you you guys have something going or something like that. I'm not sure. You know, <laughs> you and you and Courtney. How did you guys meet? I just met her. <laughs> was we she, just met, but we have a three-year-old. So well, was she was she just pa- passing down the street, and then you like, hey, I just I see you, and then the three-year-old just popped up. <laughs> no, you know what? You kind of hit it. Kind of, uh, we met few years back, about ten, 10 years, years now. Yeah, I first saw her at the gym. As you, you know, she mentioned she's a personal trainer. Okay. So I met her at the gym. I was uh, I was in better shape back then. 
<laughs> and then uh, I was uh, on the treadmill doing my cardio, and then I saw her with a group of uh, people walked in, and then I just, I was like, man, that's my wife. Then I haven't even talked to her. <laughs> I never seen her before. Never seen her before. Never like talked to her anything like that. Then um, I'll see her at the gym. I don't say hi. Then one day, because she was always with a group of people, and one day um, I I approached her. She was by herself, and uh, I think they I, she was uh, struggling with uh, to pick up uh, the weight and some stuff. She trying to use oh, hold together. On. No, no, no. That was it. That was it. I was not struggling because it was heavy. I just picked up too much stuff. And so, I something. so I, then I asked if she needed help. She said no. <laughs> and then I, I said, it looked like you need help. She said, no, she's fine. I said, okay. And then, you know, people who know me, I'm not a shy guy. Of course. But I, I got shot that day. The first thing that came out of my mouth after I asked if she needed help is if she liked hiking. <laughs> so it went from that when is so weird. <laughs> that is the most random the most random pickup and line ever. My response ever. was with strangers. No, no, no. no. You, she said not with a stranger. <laughs> and I carried on with the rest of my work. And now uh, then I came back, and I was not too far from where she was trying to get the stuff from. Mm. And to go back there, it seemed like two miles away. I was like, man, I had to walk all the way back there to ask for her name and her phone number. <laughs> oh, did you get that same day? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I went back, and then I asked for her name, and then I said, so how are we going to be able to do hiking if I don't have your number? You know, she said she doesn't give her number to a stranger. <laughs> so I said, and she asked me to, uh, she asked me if I can give her my number. And then I said, you know, I don't know if she ever going to call <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, that number works out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, she was giving you that. Sign out, just give me your number. She was giving you that sign out. <laughs> so... I, I, so I give it, actually I did I wa, I wasn't gonna give it to her but I ended up giving mm -hmm. it to her and then I walk away and um, after that she seemed she won't say anything <laughs> <laughs> I actually brought her getaway I bought I bought her getaway one day to the gym she said I was like if she see me say hi I'll just give it to her she didn't give it to me I said F I'm just gonna drink it <laughs> <laughs> and I drank it. I never heard that version. <laughs> then uh, it was uh, uh, my cousin. We call him Mona Mona. So I told him about her, that that's my wife. And then one day he came home and said, I saw your wife at the gym. <laughs> and then I said, no, she's not my wife anymore. <laughs> she doesn't say hi or nothing. She never tests back. <laughs> and that was one of the holidays. I think it was, uh, was it? Thanksgiving or it was around Christmas time. I don't remember. But it was uh, it was a holiday. The first time she texted me was a a holiday, and she messaged me. Man, I my my reply I wrote like ten times. I deleted, <laughs> deleted, wrote it, deleted, wrote it, deleted. You didn't want to mess up. So I don't know what it is. <laughs> you wanted to make sure that the first reply Man. was was. <laughs> Wasn't gonna get you ghosted. Then I said, "Man, what is going on with me? I can't just talk to this girl. Like I can't be 
You're gonna be easy. Yeah, no. So I was like, I'm just gonna say whatever I had to say to see what happened. But the one thing for sure, I know too. I say if I take her out for one day, there's no way she will turn around and say, "No, I don't like this guy." Because you know, easy. That's it. Hey. <laughs> so we went out for the first time, and since then we never, you know, that was it. That's yeah, how she did. Be apart from each other since then. But let me tell you, she can eat. <laughs> she ate a whole piece of pasta that day. <laughs> what about okay. you? You no, can eat. I didn't. Trying to be all quaint. I didn't. Eat. I didn't really eat that day. I was so. hungry, and I. I was feeding the homeless. <laughs> <laughs> no, because when we finally decided that we were gonna go, I insisted that it was not a date. That we were just gonna go eat and yada yada yada. So. Yeah. I don't got to be all primp and proper. I was hungry. That was, no, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. When was the, if you can remember, when was the first time you thought, like, man, I have to start the nonprofit? So this is the way back when I was even younger. You know, I always wanted to be part of a change or the progress of people. I want to see people do better for themselves. And, um, so fast forward, talking about Quiffer, I would say it started when me and Connie, we first, uh, I brought Connie first back to, to Togo. You know, mm. she see how people are living and things like that. And then she said, we should do something to help and change. And well, I'll just, if we could pause, like there was one day that we went, I don't even remember where we went, but I just saw like, the people drinking this dirty water. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, or no, they were gathering it or they were doing something. And I was like, there's no way that they're gonna drink that or like use it. And then he explained to me like, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the water that they use to like cook with and wow. bathe with. And I'm like, there's yeah. no way, like that's not possible. But Yeah. So yeah, and then um, I said, okay, we can do something. So the first thing we thought about maybe is maybe what about we just joining it? some organization who are already doing the same thing we are doing. And we said, okay, we can do that. And then a question came out, I said, but organization is a major organization and helping with the same project or things that we're trying to do before I was I was born. Mm. But if you take just solely water, the problem's still there. And so it has to be something that's not clicking, you know? Mm. So we took a year trying to figure out what the problems are, why we think, um, what the solution possibly can be. Mm. So, so the one year we we just look around, find out what people are doing, how they are doing, and why they doing it that way. And then websites, there's social media, social media, and then you know, and then we came up with a bunch of things that we said like that could be done different. The first thing was, why are they still doing a manual well, manual water well, that people pump with their hand and their feet? You know, mm. till today, that's what they provide, not only in Togo, most of African countries, that's what they do. They provide a water well that is manually pumped mm. with either hand or feet. If you see that, it's like a whole workout. Yeah. So yeah. with that, in any places that they have that, the only people that can go get water are the young kid. No, elderly person can't go do that. Mm. And then the, the parent don't do that because they go to the farm 
or go to their daily activities and they don't do that. So the kids now have to go get water before they go to school or do what they need to do. Mm. So if they don't get water, they don't have food. Yeah. Or sometimes they do that, they tie, they don't go to school. Mm. Or they do that, they go to school, they tie, and then they fall asleep. Mm. It's a lot of things that come with the money water. So you can hurt yourself doing it. Mm. Uh, sometimes the kids, when they do go, they're children, so they can only carry so much weight. Yeah. So a lot of times when they fill up the container, they have to wait for an older or stronger mm -hmm. person to help them lift it. We'll and that could take hand. hours, you know, for yeah. someone to come and show uh, up. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's a, a lot of question about Emmanuel. Yes, it helped that you get water. And then beside all that also, most of the time, another thing we notice is those water always dried out. Yeah. You know, with time, it just dried out. And then also the people don't have a knowledge of how to fix the well. And then we, there's another problem. And there's no follow-up with the project when it's completed. Mm. There's no training for the uh, the villages or no follow-up to see how the project is going. Right. So how, how did you come up with the name? How did you... So, you know, you, you said that, you know, when you started, you thought about it in the beginning. You really wanted to help people and then... You guys obviously came back to uh, came back to Africa, came back to Togo, and then you saw the the the, the needs, and then you know definitely touched your heart. So then, uh, when you went back, when you went back to the states, how was that process like? You know, what what really initially like? How did you come up it with was the name? A fight. Yeah. How did you come <laughs> up with the name? Tell so, me the story of the um the 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 name that came. So I uh, I started from how we get the organization found, uh, uh, founded, and then I'll tell you the name. Okay. As you know me, even if it's no, I always want to try to figure out. So and then Courtney know that you know it. People who know me know it. So we have to create a nonprofit. Yes. And I have the idea. Courtney is the brain. Say okay, we have to apply for it. everybody. Say you need to get a lawyer. You need to. Have somebody do it is a lot of process to it. I say, man, why can't we just go and fill up, fill it up, and figure it ourselves? We both can just figure it. Most of the time, when I say figure it, that means I just that have the idea. Me, and she, <laughs> that means Courtney figure it out. Uh, so <laughs> she said no. <laughs> she said no. We can do that. I say we need it. Have to be done. That's the only other way. Five, five, five. And fine, she finally did it. And then people say, no, we will not get approved. It's going to take, take this time. So so basically what you're saying, so once you started to try to talk about talk about the idea, or let's say once you put out the idea that you wanted to do a non-profit, you reached out to a couple of people like, hey, you know, we're trying to do this, and mm -hmm. then we, want, we wanted help. And then what was some of the responses that you were getting from people? Uh, Maybe people that you need a lawyer. You. Like, yeah, or get that a lawyer. You, it's going to cost a lot of money, there's some yeah. paperwork, this, mm -hmm. this, and that, or, or just pretty much all the, lawyer. all the ways that it won't work versus how it can work. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So you had an idea, you wanted to implement it, get it, get it um, you know, well, started. Well, just backtrack for just yeah, a second. Like, we had to... Once we decided we wanted to do something, we we realized that it, we had to make it legit for people to take us seriously. Like, it couldn't just be a project that we were working on. So then it was Yao's idea to, okay, we need to have a nonprofit. So okay. That's yeah. how that process started. So um, then we applied, and then it, it got approved that we have the 501c3. It didn't take years. It took maybe a month or two.
Okay. So, so what you're saying is you guys, basically, you did do the research. Yeah, we did um, the research, found put, the applications, put the figure effort. out where to submit it. Mm. Uh, we did. Went through downtown back and forth yeah. a lot. But with um, Desiree. Oh, she we met got a meeting with Yeah, her. we had a, a lady who's doing some major things in Tucson, um, Desiree Cook. Okay. And she has a nonprofit that's doing, you know, really good things for homeless youth and stuff back home. So. Yeah, um, she said if you have any question, anything yeah, like she that, to reach helpful. out to her. Yeah. Okay. But uh, then the name come to okay we want to help with water mm-hmm. and with water we the one thing is that we know is you know we want to help with water and education yeah so education not just a school education but like educating people about you know general stuff mm-hmm. so that's how the name I was just thinking writing things down writing things down writing things down and I came up with quality education and water for all and sent it to Connie. And so yeah, Courtney mentioned that when 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 you guys were choosing the name, it seems like there was a little bit of friction there. Tell me about that. What, what happened? Why would they go back? She and says it's called Quifa. <laughs> I call Phonetically. It. I call if you it sounded out. It is Quifa. But Chufa. the things about me about <laughs> Quifa is uh, Legends is Quifa. <laughs> so no, it's, it's, it's Quifa. It, it seems like that f- phonetic friction is Man, right here. So. It still exists to this day. I say Quifa. So I guess so. Uh, the name of the organization is Quality Education and Water for All. So it abbreviates. Free for your own interpretation. It abbreviates to Q. E W F A. So then. So <laughs> So maybe from now we'll, we'll try to. Let's take a poll. We'll let, pull that out. We're gonna, we're gonna, you know, from the ideas, you know, uh, Courtney says it's Quifa. No, Quifa. Quifa, Quifa, and then Yao says Quifa. Correct. I'm sure. Oh, they're so, gonna be on his side. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can read. I don't. So we'll, we'll, we'll do a poll. We'll try to see if we can post a poll somewhere for for you guys. You know, by by the end of the by the end of this podcast, we'll put a poll somewhere for you guys to vote to to which one you say, whether it's a Q file or Quay file. You know. So yeah, but pretty much who can read and who can't. <laughs> <laughs> Shot fired. <laughs> Shot fired. <laughs> But anyways, um, yeah. So moving on, um, you know, we're able to. Um, you guys obviously were able to get that, um, get that started. Um, you know, what has been some of the um, things that? What has been some of the things that you've liked the most uh, about the process from starting the organization, not even to come into, um, um, just from conception of the idea from the first time you saw somebody here to when you actually got the. 501c approval not even talking about the finances and things like what are some what are some of the things that you really liked about the process and some of the things that you were like man i didn't think was going to be this challenging or some of the things that you've learned in that process um i would say for me is you know i don't know if you say it's it sounds cliche or but it's when you when they say when you have something in your heart go for it you know and make sure just go for it and then you see the result the one thing I like about it is Connie and I, we didn't give up about it. Mm-hmm. Even though we didn't know what to do, like we didn't know what to do, 
uh, we did not we did not give up. So yeah, that's that's, really... that's the main things that I like about it. Nice, nice. Yeah. So you you like the idea like um you guys persisted even when there was like things that were not going well or whatever you still kept on going. That's it. What do you think, Courtney? Yeah. What, what What do you think, Courtney? What are some of the things that you know? At the process or what yeah. we've done so, so far? So just no, just no, the no, process. Just yes. So, so, so from from the from the inception of the um like you came here like think about like the exhaust part that you saw somebody with dirty water and then you're like man. We got to do something about it. So, so the points where that you receive the IRS approval, like okay, you are, you guys are good to go. You are a nonprofit. So, what are some of the things that you learned? I mean, y'all pretty much hit it. Like they were so to put into perspective. Like we're not technical people. We're not connected in the construction industry. We're not connected in. Uh, water geological studies like we have no experience in any of that so I just think the most amazing part was the fact that when we put like our intention out there and and actually got the 501c3 it was just like everything started to fall into place we started meeting the contractors we started meeting the people who could do the studies we started meeting um, just people who could help us make what we envisioned come to life yeah yeah so so then um Courtney tell me um what would be um if i said so then uh, after you got the after you got the 501c3 approval you know now when i truly want to start talking about like the entire process tell me what are your like i would say like two of the challenges that you've you, you know off the top of your head like what are some of the challenges that you, you faced and um you know some of how you you think you, you've overcome you how you were able to overcome it at least like two of the challenges that you you faced well the number one challenge was funding a lot of people associate, you know, these type of organizations or efforts as scams or, you know, you don't know where your money is going and this, this and that. So the hardest part was just raising money to get that first will done. And yeah, I would always talk about how, you know, once we have something to show for what we're doing and to show people like, hey, this is where your money went. This is the work that we're doing. This is the result of it. Um will be able to be taken more seriously and actually be able to do campaigns and have something to show people. So I think raising funds is, was the biggest challenge. Um, what was another challenge? Um, yeah, why, why, why will you think about the next one? You know, yeah, what, 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 what do you think uh, was one, one challenge that you, you've, um, you've encountered throughout the whole, like the whole journey? The whole journey. Yeah. And From now until this very moment. I would say yeah. The first the the first thing is what Courtney mentioned is uh, raising funds, and the second I would say having the people believing in the work you are doing, that the fund is going to the project or what you told them you're gonna do. That's the second thing, and third, I would say is the differences in working culture. So if you, if even though. Um, you know, I'm African, as you know. But living for so long in a in a different country, you develop different working culture. So seeing the working culture with the people here and then the working culture we got developed is two different things. So having the people understanding what you are doing and how it's gonna help them yeah. is one thing. And then having them understand that we're not here to give you fish, but we're gonna teach you how to fish. Is another thing. So I think most of the mentalities here 
or people we've been working with is giving them fish as as opposed to teaching them fish, right? But we want to change that. Mm. So we don't like the what we are doing is not just giving just solely giving the people a water. Yeah, it's we provide. That's why it have education part of it. Yeah. So is it something that like if they have, it gonna provide a lot more things for them. So I don't know if uh, I can say this or uh, uh, for example. One things we do is we always create a team. So we'll, we'll get into that. So okay. tell tell me tell me why. So right now the organization is quality education and waterfall. So why are you focusing on water? Why are you not focusing on education? Um, and not to say that you know I have seen some of these stuff. Um, you know, um, I've seen the, the stuff that we post for. Um, education and stuff. So, w- why is water the main focus for uh, Quiver? Because I say the water comes first before the education. If you have education, don't have water, you will die. Okay. <laughs> Pretty okay. much. Okay. Yeah. You can't function without water. And I feel like in the westernized world, or where, <clears throat> excuse me, water is not an issue that you even think twice about. Like if you go into the average house, there's how many bathrooms, how many sinks, how many f- exterior faucets where you could just literally turn a knob and you have water. It's not like that for the majority of the world. So it's hard to like conceive from like a Western mindset versus being here. Like you can't do anything without water. You can't clean, you can't bathe, you can't cook, you can't function without water. Mm. So Yeah, you wanna say something else? No, I, okay. I'm just so, uh shaking my head because it is is she said perfectly. Yeah, so there are many, and I think that's where um, one other question I want to ask. So there are many nonprofits, right? There's, you know, I don't want to mention any names, but there's multiple nonprofits. So what makes what makes Quaffer different? Why why should you know what makes Quaffer different? I like I like that question. Quaffer um, is is very young organization, as you know, but I feel like our way of doing things make us very different, like. I can elaborate on it. If yeah, you, please. Okay. Yeah. So, f- for example, if we take water, right, the way our process of from the beginning till you create a well is different. So, what do we do? First, we we don't the village that we help as of right now, none of no one in the organization is from any of the village that we helping. It's just to show people that we want to help people, not people who are directly connected to us. Like people, we really do want to help the people in need, right? So that's the first thing. Then how we find the villages? People call and then they will send, you know, say that they need water, they need There's help. an application process. And there's an application, mm-hmm. then they apply. So the, once they do the application process, then we have a team on the ground that go visit all the village, right? And then they do pre-selection to see, okay, the pre-selection is just to say who need help right now. It's not to say okay, everybody, the rest of the people don't need water. They do need water, but like who do need water right now, right now? So they will go and do that. After they do that, that's when they as we come in from America, me, you, Fred, Courtney, and whoever come. So we come and then we revisit the village that they selected. So after we visit the village they selected together. We select the village that we uh, we all think this is the one that's gonna get water now. So once we have that village, what we do, we announce it to the villages. Okay, you guys are gonna be the one getting water now. So the one thing they need to do 
is to come up with, we ask them to come up with a certain amount of money. It's not a large amount. For example, it can be $50 or $100. Why do you do that? Why why are you asking them to come up with uh, money if these are broke people? So why why are you asking them to come up with money? So really, the reason why we do that is, again, it goes back to teaching me how to fish and not giving me fish. So they created an account. We call that account a waterware account, right? We don't touch the money. It's for them. So they created a bank account with that money. And then each month, they put a small amount of money in their account. So the reason behind it, like say, they were going to have a year of warranty, right? After it's built. If anything happened to the well in that one year, we don't fix it. The contractor fix it. But after the year, if anything happened to that well, they have the fund to be able to fix it. So they don't wait for somebody else to come and give them a money to fix it. Mm. So they have, so I'll, I'll go back to the process. So after they create an account and then we go back and then we we let them know after they create an account, so they created a team of people that going to get trained by the contractor. So the team will have uh, somebody in charge of money Somebody in charge of uh, maintenance. Mm-hmm. Somebody, it's just a different category of people. In a secretary, president, they have that in the team, right? And the chief in the village cannot be in the, in that. Why? Why can't the chief be? Because the chief, since he's already chief, he have a lot on his hand. So not the, so he won't have an influence on the people. On a kind of like corruption is that what you say so that's why we let that out of it so the people run the 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 team the water team make the decision based on what they learn it's mm-hmm. not what the chief thing mm-hmm. you know so to avoid nepotism yes so okay. they create a team so after they create a team we let the contractor know those two main things no they have the team then they have to find out where they want the well to be. So they usually select like three different locations, right? So after they have all those three things uh, selected, then we let the contractor know. Reason why they have a three different locations for the well, when the, uh, the technician come for the study of the geophysics, so we do geophysics study before we you know, drill the well. Mm-hmm. When he come for the study, he do the study for all three locations. And then he marked them down like number one, number two, number three. Number one will be the one that have the most of water. Number two will have, okay, okay. And number three will have, uh, you know, very, so, very low so minimum. those locations. So just understand. So once once this happens, they will, the villages, um, well, the water well team will select uh, three locations. Water well team with the village together. With, with they the select, village, yeah. okay. Well, they will select three locations that uh, they feel like, okay, maybe we want the well to be here, one, two, three. And then we will have the the geophysicist come and rank them in in order of uh, availability, availability of water. Of water. Exactly. Okay. Yes. Got it, okay. Exactly. So now after they do that, then we okay, we'll come and say, okay, the location one will be the one that the well will be drilled first. So it happens sometime, the location one won't have any water, right? Because the water is constantly running underneath the ground, right? Mm. So they come, they drill. We have a situation, we drill like 100 meters, we didn't find water. And then we end up finding water in the location two, right? 
So after they drew, they drew in that water. So the water team from that beginning is get trained. They are hands on from the beginning till the end of the building of the well. So they have a knowledge of how to work on a well, how to do maintenance, how to fix things. So if you go back to the money, the account, so not only they have that fund, they have the knowledge to work on a well. Mm. So after we leave, the well is done. That well we know is is in a good condition, in good hand. So even after that, we don't leave the well completely. We do follow up. The mm. team on the ground go visit them. See, okay, how things are going, how you guys, you know, is there anything we can help with? How does, like, do you have any question? Yeah. Is it how you guys taking care of the work? And then those visits, we don't let them know we're coming. They're all, like, surprise. Yeah, visit. random visit. So, because only reason behind it, because we don't want them to know that we're coming and then get everything nice and ready. So, we randomly just pop up to see how they are taking care of everything. Nice, nice. Nice. So, um, Corinne, what was your like, you know, um, the your experience the first time that you went to um, a village and they did not have water? You know, um, when we went, when you went back to the, how how did that change your perspective as far as uh, being here and then uh, being in the United States? It was honestly really overwhelming um, to see grown women fighting. Not simply fighting is, you know, of concern, but then to see what they're fighting over is literally a dirty bucket of water. And it just kind of puts things into perspective, like, first of all, how fortunate and how blessed we are, you know, in the Western world to, like, this isn't even an issue for, even in states, you know, we have Michigan and all that that have yeah. their own water issues. But at the end of the day, they can get access to clean water. These people, this is all that they have. Yeah. So to see that firsthand, it was just emotionally, it was really overwhelming. Everybody that knows me, I'm a big baby, so I cry about everything. So that got the best of me. And um, it just reaffirmed that the work that we're doing is is necessary. It's not just something, you know, that we want to check off of our, our to-do list or, you know, a good Samaritan type of thing. Like it, the work that we're doing is necessary because yeah. people are really struggling. Yeah. So, yeah. What is um? T tell me, you know, uh, the the first well that you completed. You know, tell me about that process. About that process. How was that? Was how was that? Tell me about the process of working on that well. Was that easy? Um, was that some of the challenges? You know, I would say like, what are some some of the things that you feel like you know you did uh, Quaifa did well, and what are some of the things that you feel like okay maybe we could have done this better. I would say, um, yeah, the first one wasn't easy. The one thing I think we did very well is have eyes on the project from the beginning to the end. Um, what another one thing I feel like maybe we can probably do a little bit different is uh, then we can do little little bit different is um, it's it's. How implemented now we are doing a solar panel a light on each village, right? But we didn't do that first, so I feel like we should have implemented that from the beginning, mm. right? So, doing it at the village, we're gonna have the inauguration on the 19th. It just like it currently say, it is it, it give you a different type of feelings, you know. Mm. 
Like these kids study with a flashlight, but now they have electricity to study with. Mm. You know, it's not electricity, electricity, but they have a light, solar panel light that make it easier for them than what they had before. So ex- explain it a little bit. So what do you mean? So uh, about explain about a solar panel. Um, what is that? How does that integrate with the water, and how is it being used? So the well we do is the first is a solar panel. A water well is now manual. Is the well you just go? Is a power by a solar panel, and then you turn the knob, the water just came out. Anybody can get it. Old, young, baby. So, so it's powered by solar panel. Solar panel. Okay. Anybody can get it. Okay. So now we adding a solar panel light separately. Powered. Solar power light. Okay. Got separately. It. So it's light that. Hey, your English ni- man, please man. At night. <laughs> Is a light there. Okay. So the first well, we didn't have light over there. So that limited people when they can get water. Mm. But when it's dark, you know, you can't go get water. We don't want people to have a flashlight or the nightlight we use here to go to the well. Now, at, at night, the well is an electric, is is electricity there. Uh, oh, you mean powered? It has... It has it's a, lit. It's, it's lit. lit. <laughs> <laughs> we the, late. The, 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 the well is really late. It's lit. Yeah. <laughs> so, which is... Uh, uh, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of what we... I feel like we are... Progressing. Progressing. We are doing like... Mm. People see this type of work. I see the work people do. You can Google a well that people are doing. Yeah. So, is you see our work, you think about... You have... you. Maybe you think we've been in, been doing this for like maybe 20 years. Yeah. But we barely just started. So I'm just excited to see to see what we're going to do maybe in 10 years, in yeah. five years from now. Yeah. Um. So how many walls have you completed so far? Right now we have, uh, we're, on, we're in the process to build our third one. So what is the name of the village that we, you completed your first well? And how did you choose that village? First, where we completed is Katwe. So just like I said, we as people, Courtney mentioned, people send an application or call, my water mouth, and, you know, the team on the ground will go visit villages, and then we come and go back, visit them again. And we just, after we select the village, we just see who need help right now. Mm. Right, right, right now. Okay. And so, people are... Catsway was also a location that gave access to water to not just the people in the village, but it was like centrally located to where mm. other people could travel a realistic distance to get clean water. Okay, okay, okay. So you got uh, Project Catsway completed. How how were you able to come up with the funds for that one? I had to start stripping, honestly. <laughs> 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 no, no, this is fine. This is fine. Oh. It's fine. <laughs> Let's give it up. Let's give it up. Let's give it up. Let's give it up. I won't up. say my oh, statement. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> hey, everybody, if you're looking for her OnlyFans, <laughs> if you're looking for her OnlyFans accounts, go to www.crayfa.org slash donate. That will be her OnlyFans account. Well, okay. at least everybody knows this is a genuine conversation because I did not know that this was being recorded. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't cut it out. <laughs> no, we're not cutting. I'm not cutting any of these things out. It's everything. Even right here. Don't cut it out. It's going to be. Oh, in. man. I'm sorry, Mom. Every- <laughs> 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 Woo! Too late now. 
She didn't she, 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 she know that like, it's too late now. <laughs> but yeah, a lot um, friends, people who you know see the vision and understand that what we are doing is very important. But shout out to two main people. That make you know the dream become reality. You know, two main people. Um, I'm sure I would like to you know say that name, fine. but I can't. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's right. That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. Yeah. Say, so say, say, shout say. out to them. They oh, wow. they really make this uh, uh, possible. Without them, we can we we cannot make. Uh, we cannot do what we are doing because... I say we can do it, but it would have took a whole lot longer. Okay, yes, do, true. You know? it, it would take a lot longer, but they make it possible sooner mm-hmm. for people to get water. So it, because this is, a, you know, let me... We didn't think about all the stuff that come with building the well because that was the only thing we wanted to do, right? But let me tell you, this is a full-time job. Like a full-time, full-time job. I remember somebody told me before that it, it is, but for me, I was like, I mean, we're just going to help these people build water. <laughs> How possible this can be full No, it is a full-time job, you know, from everything that comes with it, the expenses that come with this. Driving is expenses. Um, accommodation is expenses. Eating is expenses. Your time that you live in your family home and then you're on the road, everything that comes with this is not. It's, I would say it's not easy, mm. but I'm glad you know they made it possible, and because of them, we, we you know we have a pleasure said that we won't let other people down. Sometimes you know starting whatever type of um, you know if you starting something. That, Whatever you're studying, sometimes you get to points where you, you wanted to. I guess let me ask this: you know, what was one point where you felt like, man, maybe um, you know, maybe you should, maybe we should just forget about this because this this is a little bit too much. So, number one, funding. When you're not getting the fund, you know, you get very discouraged, and then you, I literally I can't sleep, and I can't you know vow for that. Like I think about this. Like, how are we going to make it happen? Okay, besides that, on the ground, when you're on the ground, it's difficult. One, difficult. Transportation, right? The roads are not good. And especially, and then when it rain, you cannot go anywhere. We get stuck in the rain multiple times with flat tires. Yeah. Right? One day we get stuck. And you you witness it. You've seen it. <laughs> get stuck in the, in the car from the morning. We didn't get home till the next day at 1 in the morning. One and two in the morning. And then with we Cree. Cree. <laughs> you know, we Cree in the car, right? Like a choir. You know, so things like that make you want to be like, man, why do I do this? You're not getting paid for it. Yeah. So in the same sense, so what then, what, why do you do it? Why did it, what, what keeps you going? Um, I would say that, um, the first word we did after we came and talked to the people in the village, you know, Katwe, it was one young lady who came forward, asked them after the meeting, said if they need anything from me or have any question. I believe her name is Aziati, if I'm not mistaken. She killed the young girl. She came forward and then she said, don't give up on us. Mm-hmm. That really touched my heart. Like this young kid, she doesn't know. Like I was like, what is the only thing you can possibly think of? That just making me think like, she might be wanting just 
for so long mm-hmm. that somebody to come and help them. Mm-hmm. Or people might be coming and just sell them a false dream. Mm-hmm. And she said, don't give up on us. So that always, you know, keep me going. And mm-hmm. it, when times are hard, and then it, beside is like I have a, a very big desire to be there for people. Mm. That 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 fuel me. What do you think? Courtney? Yeah, Courtney. What, what was one thing that was very frustrating for you? That night with Cree. <laughs> <laughs> that was like unbelievable. So explain that night. What happened? Man, so it was just a long day in general. Like Gal said, we left at like six o'clock in the morning. It's a few hours drive from where we stayed to actually get to the village. Did all the work, drilling, just everything, and it was like. It was just one struggle after the other. I've never been on a quote-unquote road trip where we got three consecutive flat tires. Oh, yes. In a place where there's no, like, regular tire jack. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it got to the point where the construct, like the contractor, the owner of the company, followed us all the way home, like in the complete opposite direction of where he needed to go to make sure that we got there safely. And even then, we still got another flat tire. Mm-hmm. So it was just that night, it was just like, is this a sign from God that like, we're not it. on the right path? <laughs> like, we need to be doing something else? Like, yeah. I feel like that night, I questioned a lot of things. Yeah, so then what, what kept you going? Um, I always try to describe this moment that I'm about to talk about um, with people in the States. Like when you see like those old, old movies of, um, and there's always like this shot of inner city kids when they busted the fire hydrant open and they're just having so much yeah. fun playing in the water, spraying out of the ground. And then I just tell them to try to imagine that instead of little children, it's old women or old men mm. that have never, ever had clean water before. And like you see them with this like palpable joy in their face and that's something that you can't really describe until you've seen it or experienced it. And I always lean on those type of moments to keep mm. us pushing When did forward. you experience that? Um, in Catsway, it was the first time. Um, it was just, it was amazing. Like, it gives me, like, chills, like, just trying to mm. recall or talk about it. Because when the water first came down or when we were even, you know, had the buckets and stuff on our head filling up the jugs, like, there was just so much joy and appreciation just in the air that you could... You could feel it, and mm-hmm. it would, and to have Cree there with us, you know, celebrating the first well that we completed, I think that kind of carries us through. What do you see, Quiver, in, in five years? I think we've set the bar pretty high, so my expectations of the future, I don't even think I can conceive the type of impact that we're going to make, um, just because it's literally just a handful of regular people doing this extraordinary work with very little experience, very minimal resources and everything. So I feel like as we continue to do the work and, and grind it out and get, you know, notice from, you know, important people, like some of the meetings that we're going to have this time around, I don't even think I can really conceive what we're going to be like in five years. Mm-hmm. It'll be massive. How about you, yeah? Why do you see Kriffa in five years? In five years... I said, Courtney pretty much say in five years, I want Quifa to help many people, not only in Togo, you know. Mm-hmm. We're already talking about doing project in Ghana. Red and I, we talk about that, see, see how we on. can do that. People invite us in Sierra Leone to come and help with a project over there. So we're working on that right now, too. So whenever they're ready, we'll have the team here, and then we all go there to see how we can implement things we already have here. 
um, yeah, just to help everyone, even in the state. We want to do work there. You know, I feel like the stronger things is just have eyes on things. You know, we want to be able to change where our things are done everywhere that we can. You know, Quiff is not just for Togo. You know, it's quality education it, and, for water for and water for all. So yeah. we can say quality education and water for Togo. It's <laughs> yeah. water for all. It's water for all. And then lastly, um, you know, as we're about to, you know, it seems like we're about to wrap up here. Um, you know, what would you tell um, somebody that is listening, you know, as far as any first, I, I feel like these podcasts that we are going to be starting to have, you know, I want it to be a first be an opportunity for people to you know try definitely help us out right but then you know for anyone that is trying to be kind of start something like this or trying to work on something like this or you know have a goal or have a vision on on starting something uh you know or working opening a company opening an idea or trying to push something what would be your advice to them try don't give up do it I would say just go into it with the understanding that it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be a time commitment to it. There's, it might drain you financially, but if your goal and your the mission that you're on is worth having, then you should go for it, and the things that you need will will fall in place. That's true. That's true. Hundred percent. I would say it's yeah. not easy at all. It's not. Even, you're going to get a lot of no's, a lot of yeses that are actually no's because <laughs> people fall <laughs> through. False you know? Yeah, people will promise you the world. And I hand you anything, so. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Well, um, I'm gonna wrap up here. Um, you know. And Donny, Donny, Donny. Abs- absolutely. So. Quifford.org. Uh, yeah, Courtney, go ahead. Do not strip. I was gonna say I'm really not a stripper. I've never stripped in my life. I was kidding. So. She's, uh, like, <laughs> l- let me re-clarify that. She's uh, let me just I am a working this. corporate professional. <laughs> <laughs> business owner, entrepreneur, all that. I am not a stripper. <laughs> yeah, one thing I also wanted to mention, like pretty much everybody on the team really, you know, to for lack of a better word, has their own money. Um, so it's this is not a situation where like maybe a couple of people just got together and they want to make money because, I mean... I'm, this I'm, is non-profit. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> very, very fine. Courtney is very, very fine. Yao is very, very fine. We I all mean, work. We do not have to do this. It's just for the love of the people, and it's there's no explaining or there's no words that we can put mm-hmm. to what you what you feel when you see the smiles on these young people's face when they see the water coming. So it is just something that we really really love doing. So um, if you want to help out, please uh, go to www.quafer.org. Q-E-W-F-A dot org. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Quiffer dot org. Oh, if you want to send information, info at Quiffer dot org. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it is you can double- sponsor a kid. You can sponsor a whole village. You can sponsor the well project. Like there's many ways you can, if you are an expert in, in some of the fields and really are able to be a value add to the team, we can consider that as well. So. Oh, help us buy a rig, the yeah. truck. That mm-hmm. will save more villages. Yeah, so anybody that can help us, um, whatever you can, just please reach out in all our social media. Um, we are on everything. If there is a social media, we're probably on there. We late. Probably, um, yeah, but you know, we are literally lighting up villages, so we are late.
And for that, we are going to sign out. Thank you guys so much. This is the this is the Quiffer Podcast. We are out.